to the Intentional Living Podcast, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and challenge to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's Practical Insights. Hi, Brenda here with the Intentional Living Podcast. I'm sure you remember the old-fashioned blackboard and you know, that was used for many, many years in education, presenting material, and then we graduated to the dry erase board. But now we have the iPads and all kinds of technology tools where you can literally just draw on the screen and present your material. Well, we're going to talk about math today, blackboards, old-fashioned blackboards, dry erase boards, and the new technology, iPads and things like that, you can do math on them. And we need to do math for everything. It doesn't matter what you um, attempt to do in a day, whether it's a grocery store, maybe it's your job, um, just figuring stuff out in your supply closet. We need math. And we need math for other things too that have to do with your inner self. So today we're going to do the math. Math equations have always been helpful tools to give a picture of a process or clearer understanding, maybe even a possible plan of action. So let's explore a math equation in regards to godly conduct. I guess you could call it moral math. The first thing we want to do with a math equation is to find out what the variables are. Let's start with this. Here is your equation. So it's one main thing, which could be A, plus two ways to do it, which could be B, equals godly conduct, which could equal C. So one main thing plus two ways to do it equals godly conduct. So our responsibility today is to try to find the correct elements for those variables. The first step, we're going to talk about one main thing. That's so you can actually do the math. The one main thing, that's your variable. Now let's fill it in. The one main thing that's needed for good conduct really is and starts with God's love. This starts the entire math equation for your life. Without it, you don't have an equation. You are deeply loved by God. He wants to lavish His goodness on you. God's love runs so deep for you that He sent Jesus to the cross. Everything that Jesus does is a fragrant offering to God. He is the main thing the one main thing, because he perfectly represents God's love and perfectly bore God's righteous judgment for us. And Jesus makes himself completely available to you as your one main thing. He is what you need to fill that first variable. He represents God's love. Jesus cares about every detail of your life. Are you asking for His help in all of those details? Do you believe His love for you? Are you making God's love your one main thing, the start of your equation in your life? 
The second step to fill in the variables of your life equation involves two things, the two ways to do it. First is in your heart. Second is in your behaviors. And it goes in that order. So number one in your heart and number two in your behavior. And those are the elements we're trying to properly fill in to match up, to add to God's love. And all of that together is going to equal godly conduct. You can't effectively make any difference if it's going if it's not going to start in your heart. So it has to go in that order, in your heart first and then in your behaviors, but they actually run side by side. You can't wait until the heart all of a sudden becomes this miraculous wow representation of God without doing anything. You have to run them side by side, but you do start with the heart. What's in your heart doesn't matter a whole lot, though, without that application, the partnership with God, the working out of your salvation. And that extends into every area of your life, including relationships and habits. Let's look at the heart for just a moment. Scripture says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. From Mark 12, verse 30. That was Jesus' answer when he was asked what the greatest commandment is. Well, the Apostle Paul added some things. He said, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I might gain Christ. That's from Philippians 3 verse 8. That man let God's love change him from the heart out. How about you? Have you let God's love transform you in practical ways? Now let's look at the second variable of how to do it. Your behaviors. God wants you to be an imitator of Jesus. In fact, He wants you to become His partner. There are people in your life who need His love in big and little ways. They need eternal life and forgiveness of sin. They need His help and interventions in life details, just like you and I do. Your heart and your behaviors together in Christ can be a picture of God to others around you. So, I guess we should be thoughtful and careful and well-informed of what the scriptures say. And then we need to throw in some courage. Love affects how you express yourself, your needs and wants, and how you meet the needs and the wants of others. Your speech and your attitudes really matter. How you dress, what you're doing during your free time, how you spend your money, your energy, what are those habits, you know? These and many more, those are the behaviors that reveal what's actually in your heart. So, so far we have the first variable being the one main thing, and we said that that is God's love, and the two ways to do it. That means you add these things to God's love, and this is your part 
First, it starts with your heart, and then you add your behaviors. Now we're getting to what it equals. We're on the other side of the equal sign now. To be like Jesus means that you will have one thing above everything else in your life. To love God first, most, and best. If you do that, then you will avoid certain things. Let's talk about some of those things, and these are really represented in Scripture. First, it is to refuse to use others wrongfully to meet your needs or to accomplish your agenda. Another thing that you will avoid is to um, stay away from empty words and foolish talk that shows a shallow approach to relationships and to life. You will sidestep selfish gain that puts you first in issues. And you will not partner, this is from Scripture, you will not partner with people who pursue those things. However, there are some things that you will absolutely work to do. Here are some of those things. Embrace your high calling as one of God's holy people, His child. You're in His family when you trust Christ for salvation. So, (laughs) you have a completely different identity and you have a calling. Another thing that you will absolutely work to do is to represent His love with congruent behaviors toward other people. And that starts with your family. The third thing that you will go after is to willingly sacrifice your agenda to accomplish God's agenda. And then finally, you will practice thanksgiving from a grateful heart without even a hint of anything less, like bitterness. It is really hard to sin when you have a grateful heart. So here's that math equation again for uh, godly living. One main thing plus two ways to do it equals good conduct, godly conduct. The one main thing is God's love, Two ways to do it starts in the heart, and you definitely add your conduct, your choices and behaviors running alongside your heart, and that turns into godly conduct. Is this math working in your life? Is the equation an accurate representation of your algorithm? Does your heart beat to the one main thing? Do your behaviors show the two ways to do it? And would you say that even though you're still a human person who makes mistakes and occasionally sins, but would you say that really you have at least some representation of godly conduct? That, my friend, is what we're aiming for. Let's talk about a little bit of application for do the math. Some questions for you. Let's start with, do you believe that God loves you? That's kind of important if it's going to be the very beginning of the equation for your life. Your life story, your epistle, the thing that other people look at and kind of read in real time, it matters. In in this high-tech, 
AI generation, this uh, group of people who they are on the internet, they're using computers and all kinds of tools. They, social media, you know the gamut. They, they need to see God's love. So what things do you need to change in you to show God's love? What things will you invest your heart in today to show His love to your family and start where it actually matters? What about your coworkers, neighbors, friends? What about homeless people who have no place to go? And what about the sick people around the globe, the dying, those who are grieving because they lost a loved one? How can you show God's love to your inner circle, your community, and your world? Do the math. Start with God's love. Engage your heart and your behaviors. And present godly conduct to a world that desperately needs it. I want to tell you about uh, a special page on my website. It says, here's what people are saying about intentional living. Take a peek at that. There's a, a, these are real-life testimonies. They have sent in material that shows how our ministry has really touched their life and added to the enjoyment, the purposefulness, and the influence, the impact, the success of living each day. Go to my website, www.intentionallivingministry.org, and check it out. There's also, if you sign up on my email list, a free resource that you will receive. It is called How to Effectively Get into God's Word Even with a Super Busy Life. That includes most of us. It is a wonderful ebook that you can put on your device to refer to anytime. It has all kinds of very practical action steps on what you can do to boost your time with God, your daily quiet time. And those things will help you to set yourself up for success so that you will run your race and carry out math equations like we talked about today. There are other resources on the website, uh, a whole bunch of books that we have available including some ebooks, both hard copy books and ebooks. And one that I'm thinking of is an ebook and it's called I'm Not a Loser: How to Change Old Habits and Patterns. Great action steps packed throughout the book, really nice pictures and some pretty sound principles that will help you in your life. So, this is Brenda with the Intentional Living Podcast. May you have a wonderful week as you seek to practice the things that we've been talking about. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with the Intentional Living Podcast. Visit the Intentional Living website at www.intentionallivingministry.org, your web-based home for resources and articles to help you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on the Intentional Living email list and get a free ebook on how to get into God's Word with a super busy life. Brenda's prayer is that you will grow in grace and strength to live your daily life in God's power.